for the community. Inspire Radio. Welcome everybody to Inspire hello, Radio. Hello. <laughs> you are listening to the show with no name. I am April and I am Megan. And yeah, this I is was the show with no the name. Show with no name. I was Hello. I was supposed to. I was supposed to say that like afterwards. You've but like you've forgotten. I've forgotten. You weren't here last week, and now you've forgotten how it goes. Yeah, forgotten how it works. Mm, yeah. How is everybody going? I'm going great. How are you going? Good. Good. That I'm was good. a little bit of hesitation. <laughs> that was like good. good? <laughs> no, I'm. This is gonna be. This is gonna be a good show. It's gonna be a good show. You can feel it. I can feel it. I can, can sense it. it. I can. A whisper sense it. on the wind. I can told me. sense it. Nah, but um, today we've got special guests actually coming we in. Do. at about um nine thirty. Her name is Lydia, and she is a leader of the Tourette Syndrome Association of Australia support group. Um, yeah, so she has actually a son with Tourette's and stuff. So she's going to be talking about a little bit of Tourette's. Um, yep. If you guys have some questions, please don't hesitate. You guys can email us live at inspireradio.org.au or on Facebook, Inspire Radio Online. Comment on any of our posts. Or um, Megan and I have a shared Instagram page. We do. Which is at Megan underscore April underscore Inspire. Um, there's also Inspire Radio Online Instagram. But, yeah, so you guys can give us... If you have any questions, if you have anything you want to ask Lydia about Tourette's in general, if you don't know that much and you just want to be educated, I guess, yeah. then just send us some questions and we will... We will not be afraid to ask them. Yeah, that's exactly it. So it's just going to be, you know, if you guys want to know anything, if you guys have any questions, as I said, please don't hesitate to email us. It would be awesome to hear from you guys. Uh, she'll be coming in at about 9.30 again. So, um, yeah. yeah, she's got her two kids, um, two girls. I've got the we've, names. We've set there's them up Maeve, in the back room. There's Maeve and there's... It starts with S. I don't remember the other name. Name. Oops. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so it's going to be a pretty cool, chill day. We're just kind of, you know, yeah, we're relaxing. Gonna, we're going to be doing a lot of music because next week, next week Saturday on the thirty first of October, me and April and I will be doing a Halloween special. Halloween special. We're going to be doing lots of fun stuff. We are making up our own horror scopes. See what hey. I did? Yeah. We're going to be doing doing some of them. We have some scary stories and we're going to be playing some Halloween vibe music. Oh yeah, and it's, it's going to be, be a fun one. It's going to be so good. <laughs> we're coming in in Halloween costumes and that's oh, going to yes. be really exciting. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Girls and boys of every age, <laughs> wouldn't you like to see something strange? We're going to be talking about that movie and you in, will in great see detail. Of Halloween, this is Halloween, this you is can Halloween. Stop. You can stop now. Sorry. You can <laughs> save it for next week. Save it okay, for next week. Okay, I'll but save also... it for next week. But you know what is coming up? What is coming up, April? A joke. Knock, knock. Who's there? Daisy. Daisy who? They see me rolling. They see me rolling. They hate it. Yeah, I need to. Wow. That this early in the show. Yeah. Wow. 
Look at that. I'm sorry. I need to <laughs> start it up. You needed with to the, let it out. I, I could see you like, as soon as as soon as we started going live. I saw it in your eyes that you wanted to do something. Me rolling. Yeah, but also they coming up later him. in today's show, we are going to be talking about the national holiday. So please stick around to find out what the national holiday of today is. Yeah, it's going to be pretty great, gonna guys. Be it's going to be pretty great. So, yeah, stick around. We're going to be here from 9 till 12. Again, you're Unfortunately. listening. I'm sorry. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> we, um, you're listening to the show with their name. I'm April. And I am Megan. And we are a mess. Here is... Da, 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 da. Mumford and Sons. I will wait. For the community, Inspire Radio. Welcome back, Welcome everybody. Welcome back, everybody. So that was just Best Day of My Life by American Authors. American Authors. I remember that song being played so much on... Uh, there was this thing in England called Centre Parks and it was like a holiday camp for families to go and they always used to have that song as an ad. Oh, yeah. Yep, <laughs> yep. no, no yeah. It was, it played every time. Like in the cinemas, before the film starts, it would, there would always be this ad. I'm moving, and like, I'm moving things. Oh. oh gosh, there's wires everywhere. Oh, there's wires everywhere. Oh, I'm sorry, I hit the mic. There we go. <laughs> a big doof. Does that sound a bit better? I think that sounds a bit better. Okay, maybe. Maybe. We need to get more buffers. Possibly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the mic sensitivity is up real high. Yeah, it is. It's up higher than what it Pretty used whack. to be. So. I mean, at least now we don't have to be like making out with the microphone each time we want to talk. <laughs> That's a good thing. Get nice and that's a good thing. Um, close, I was nice and close and all. Up close and personal with up the microphone. And, up close Smell that and scent, that, that metallic scent. Mm, yummy. Feel that in your nostrils. Feel it. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> um, but yeah, today's just really, really chill. We haven't really got anything planned other than the interview with um, Lydia. And I've currently put her two kids on YouTube to distract them. <laughs> that is dangerous. That is a dangerous <laughs> thing to do. In well, a couple of minutes, we're going to be he- hearing baby shark do do just coming through shark. from oh, the other I, room. I need to. No, I you know. will not. You're not putting it on. I'm stopping you. I'm stopping you. You have been under arrest by the shark family. You have been stopped. You have been stopped. <laughs> <laughs> if you're only just joining us, then. I'm sorry. Yeah. Welcome to the show with no name with Megan. That's me. Hello. And I'm April. This is show with no name. Show with no name. Hello. Yep. That's our jingle. That's our jingle. Jingle, jingle. Jingle, jingle, ding, ding. It's the show with no name time with Megan and April. Yeah, so we're going to be live 9 till 12 like we are every Saturday. Yeah. So... Thank you for Welcome. listening in. Thank you for listening in. If you're, yeah. Thank you for listening in. So if you've only just tuned in, then coming up on today's show, we have an interview with Lydia and she's a representative for the Tourette's Australia Foundation. Yep. Something like that. Tourette's Syndrome Association Australia Support Group. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so yeah, so we're going to be interviewing her just about some of the common misconceptions or tsaa ts tsaa yeah good about like lots of misconceptions and stigmas surrounding tourette syndrome and i think it's going to be 
a really good interview. We're going to get a lot of information and it's going to be really good. It's going to be fun. I'm, it's going to be good. I'm pumped, like, because um, I know that I have nervous tics. Yep. And, um, you know, it, I have nervous tics and I've been ticking more recently and it's just nice to know and it's and it's good to educate, like, because oh, it is. there's a lot of Definitely. stigma and a lot of things that people don't know about Tourette's syndrome. So it would be awesome. It's awesome to have her in and I'm really grateful to have uh, Lydia in, which is awesome. So yeah. thank you, Lydia. Thank you. And thank you. <laughs> thank you. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's going to be pretty great just to, you know, that's what Inspire Radio is about, spreading awareness and ending the, stig- ending the stigma about these sort of things. And, you know, it's just going to be pretty great. Uh, but, yeah, enough of me talking for your now. ears off for <laughs> now. I love seals. Sorry, got to say, like, I need to say that. Did you know that? What, what? Was, what was the fact? Oh, the fact about seals? Yeah. Okay, so we were in the car this morning. Yep. And... April's mum said that April has the mind of a sieve, but we thought that she said the mind of a seal. <laughs> so well, well, the, the memory span of, of a seal. So I went, I went to Googling. <laughs> I went to Googling and I found a fun fact about seals and their memory. So seals can remember what they've, what they've like, done last so if i was a seal i like oh i just picked up a mug but i only remember that i did that for about 18 seconds and then after those 18 seconds it's like what did i do then my mum said then my mum said and that's even being generous to april and i was like look mama (laughs) (laughs) no but it was it was a pretty fun ride yeah but we'll talk about our ride afterwards and uh give you two hazel eyes the darkness. The darkness. Hello, darkness. Lord. Wrong song. Wrong I understand. Song. Wrong I song. James, okay. <laughs> uh, I love that song. Good. I, you know what? You know what I'm proud of? I'm proud of the transition that I she did was, between songs. Look, look. Let me just. You can you can stay quiet for a moment because the third person point of view I had was. <laughs> Look, I was Lydia's in already, and she's um, waiting to come on, right? And um, as I said, she's got her kids in. Anyway, so we're just chatting and stuff, and we're having a good chat, you know? Like, whoa, this is getting it's cool, it's cool. And then Megan goes to do something, like gets a drink or something or other. I was cleaning up the table because I spilled hot chocolate powder on it. Because she is a disappointment. I'm joking, I'm joking. None of you are disappointments. You are all beautiful in your own way. Ha ha. <laughs> Um, nah, but she was cleaning the table, right? And then at the corner of the eye, she said that she saw that um, the song beforehand was ending, like, (laughs) near the end, like, two seconds. And so you will see her running around the corner like a cartoon character. That was the fastest I've ever run. Like a cartoon character and just like, wow! <laughs> runs into the studio room and I'm like, oh, that's that's when you know the song's about to end. And it was really funny. It was just really funny. You, and I'm, I ran in docks. You know you, how hard you, that's to run. But like the thing is, it looked like you were running on the spot at first, <laughs> like a cartoon character, and then your arms were swaying. Like it's ah! like the um, 
the bit where they where they like go to run and then they jump up in the air and then their legs go for a little bit yeah. before they actually dash it, it off. And there was like a like, puff of smoke it, behind me. The dust rose up. It was like it was like that. It literally was like that. It was it was really funny. But yeah. you, your your arms were flailing like a young child trying to you know swim but can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. Talking about a car ride. Do you want to talk about something before I talk about the car ride? You can talk about the car ride. Car ride. Okay. So, so funny thing about the car ride. I went in my mom's car ride. We picked up Megan and we went home, changed car. What? And changed the driver. Crazy. <laughs> I don't know. It just, why? It was, it was weird, but I felt like I was on a booster seat. Because I was sitting on a bunch of blankets because I couldn't be bothered moving them. So I just plonked my booster bottom. Booster seats. That's the stuff. That's booster the stuff seats. I remember when I was a wee little baby. When I was a wee lad. I had a pink one with flowers on it. That's all I know. Yeah, I just had a black one. Wow. Boring. Yeah. Uh, don't need to be so mean. Okay, so we are going to send you to some songs now. And... When we're back, we will have Lydia in to talk to you guys. Yeah, about Tourette's Syndrome. So that's going to be awesome. So that's that's coming up after these songs. We just need to get her set up in the studio and then then it's free sailing from there. Yeah, so um, Dade has requested a song, Flashlight by Parliament, and we'll put that... Uh, on now or later on? We'll put that on now. On now? We'll play that now. Thanks, awesome. Dave, for sending in your song requests. Thank if you, Dave. If you do, if any of our listeners do have any song requests, then you can email us at live at inspireradio.org.au. We have access to that email account right now. We're staring at it. And yes. you can also <laughs> message us at on Instagram at Megan underscore April underscore Inspire. So go to those places to message your song requests and we will play them. We will. So here is da, 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 Flashlight by Parliament. I hope you enjoy this bop, Dade. For the community, Inspire Radio. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome, Welcome back. Welcome. Welcome. So we've got a special guest, as we said. Here is Lydia. Hello. Hello, ladies. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you so much for having me in your studio. Oh, it's a thank pleasure. you for coming in. <laughs> no, but... um. I believe this is your first time being in a studio. It is. I've done a few radio interviews, but they've always been on the phone. So mm. this is my first experience of a studio. Exciting. Session. It is. very exciting. I nice. can see you're kind of like bouncing in your seat like um, <laughs> I, sure, I don't think I've got an, as much energy as you two because you oh, are so yeah. much younger than I am. Oh, that's completely fine. But I am just a... <laughs> bouncing mess <laughs> sure but this is so good to see like how everything goes on behind the scenes as well oh, yeah. yeah it's really nice so thanks for having me in nice. thank you for coming in so um you do you want to talk a little bit about yourself and what you're a part of yes of course so i am a mum of three children i've got um an 11 year old son who has Tourette syndrome and then i've got uh twin girls who are eight who i brought along today because my son and my husband are off doing cricket oh nice um yeah so um my son was diagnosed with Tourette syndrome when he was about 
six or seven, mm-hmm. and he had started having tics at the age of two. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he started um, with a just a simple blinking tick, you know, that came and went within a few weeks. It probably lasted maybe four or five weeks or something, and then it went away. And I had noticed it, but I thought, oh, you know, it's gone. Yeah. Maybe it can be one of those things, which it can be. Ticks are common in children, and they can be part of just the developmental, normal, ch- you know, child development. Yeah. Um, and then... When he was three, he had another tick, which was a throat clearing one. So <clears throat> that type of thing. And I thought, oh, yeah, there's another tick. OK, we'll keep an eye on that one. And then that came and went. And then when he was about five, he had a swearing tick. So I knew then that this just wasn't the old transient ticks. Yeah. And I thought... You know, for a five-year-old, it was really difficult for him. It was really difficult for us as a family. And so um, went to my GP and she was like, okay, let's just investigate this and let's throw everything at it. As well as the ticks, though, around this time, he was showing some other signs that he was struggling, like a bit of anxiety. And, um, yeah, just, I guess what we would usually say, you know, in inverted commas, difficult behaviours. Mm. And it was just that he was having trouble um, regulating his emotions at, at that age. And so, yeah, we went to all the specialists that we needed to. And um, he got a diagnosis of Tourette syndrome with ADHD and later um, OCD and and anxiety comes alongside that as well. Mm, yeah. So he's now 11 and we've had a difficult few weeks, I must say. Um, but you, there are the ups and downs. So basically once he was diagnosed, I wanted to do as much learning as I could about yeah, Tourette's syndrome mm-hmm. and make sure that I can be his biggest advocate, basically. That's my job as his mum. Um, So I got in touch with the Tourette Syndrome Association and they are a wonderful organisation, voluntary, not-for-profit, who are there to support families, children and adults with Tourette Syndrome around the country. They do a lot of advocacy work. They, you know, liaise with a lot of specialists and researchers. Um, Yeah, and we've got a really good programme of like um, camps for families which is all on hold this year because of COVID, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much where our journey started. And through being involved with the Tourette's Association, I went to some support groups with my son so that he could meet other kids with Tourette's Syndrome. And then I ended up becoming the support group leader here in WA. That's amazing. That's really good. Yeah, that was a few years ago and... Yeah, I'm still here. So that's me. Good. <laughs> that's you. <laughs> no, but that's awesome. Um, I really, you know, it's really amazing because my mom does that a lot. She, when there's always something going on with me, she always researches it. And so when I started my ticks and stuff, you know, I, I started my ticks, just just a couple of ticks, you know, and usually it'll happen yeah. when I was anxious. Yep. And so um, I don't have swearing ticks, but... I, I have a lot of vocal tics and a lot of it happened with my abdomen and throat. Yep. So yep, that's common. Um, 
yes, yeah, so I, I, I say I'm a chicken. I have my chicken ticks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I, like, yeah. bob my head like a yeah. chicken. Yeah, my um, son has a bobblehead one as well. Yeah. 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 So, um, but then it started getting more recently and I didn't know why and it started freaking me out because I started getting ticks where I couldn't help it and then I would have, like, anxiety attacks with it mm. and it would just be really, really horrible. And I know... Um, you know, um, I had this time where I was, <laughs> mum was trying to help me and I was trying not to like hit her and really hurt. Like mm. it just, it sucks. Yeah. It really does yeah. suck. Yeah. And I'm just kind of, you know, I'm trying to find my way to find out what it is, you know, how to help it. And yeah. it's probably going to help a lot of people out there as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think talking about it and raising that awareness of what it is and what it isn't is actually really important um, because, you know, like you say, the ticks can be different. So um, so basically Tourette syndrome is a neurological um, disorder, um, although I don't like the word disorder because, yeah. you know, that's a negative connotation, but it's a, con- it's a neurological condition and it is um, basically made up of vocal and motor ticks. And so they are... Uh, you know, they're not within someone's control. Now, you you can have therapy that can help you to control them to a certain degree and to kind of redirect your attention so that you can help to control them, but, you know, especially with severe tics. Um, But the vocal ones can be anything from, you know, coughing and talking, um, you know, saying things that aren't appropriate or, you know socially appropriate i guess Mm. and some swear words things like that but you can also be like they can be quite complex in that you can repeat what other people are saying you can repeat things that you yourself have said or you can repeat just the final word of a sentence that you've said so it's extremely complex um and it's not just ticks this is the thing about tourette syndrome and this is um one of the things that um a lot of the members in our group want people to know is that Tourette's is so much more than just the tics. Yeah. It is, you know, the anxiety. They have a lot of, um, like, what they can call brain tics, so like an intrusive thoughts, if you like. Oh, yeah. Um, um, OCD is very much correlated with um, Tourette's syndrome, so they have lots of, like, little obsessive you can have obsessive behaviours and things. Like my son has a tick where he has to maybe tap the table, but then he has to do it with the other hand as well. Or his elbow has to tap the table and then his other elbow has to tap the table. Some kids, and he has had this one, if you have a spinning tick, which again is a quite a complex tick, so they have to turn one way as they're walking. And then if you've got the OCD component, you have to turn the other way to balance that out within mm. your within your brain and your your brain is obsessing about that level of balance so they need to do things you know in one direction and then they have to do it another to just even things up yeah, yeah. so you know simple things they can have throwing ticks where they will throw things across a room you know be it food or a cup or a knife or you know so simple tasks can be quite tricky at times yeah. um, for some people, depending on their level um, of Tourette's syndrome. It is pretty much like a spectrum. So some people will have um, more milder type of tics and simple tics. Other people will have quite complex tics. And some people will have like quite extreme tics where they will do things like 
collapse to the floor and be paralyzed mm. and not be able to move mm -hmm. or they will have certain tics that affect their breathing now so these can be extremely scary for both the person who has the Tourette yeah. syndrome and for the parents who are yeah. like trying to look after these yeah I've had that children have yeah. you yeah I was paralyzed wow. and um yeah I couldn't breathe and it was really really scary and I think that's, that's where the anxiety and I don't know what it was yeah but, um since you just said that I was like dang because I couldn't move my body or anything yeah. but I know that I was crying and mum was like why are you crying oh, and yeah. like I had my mouth open yeah. and I kept staring upwards and I it was horrible it, it yeah. really hurt yeah <laughs> I can imagine yeah well I, I can't even imagine but I, I know that there are other parents within our group that have had children go through that you know and the other thing is that this is not just a childhood condition there are many adults I mean you're 17 yeah almost an adult yeah. yes so yeah. you know there are many adults out there with Tourette syndrome so I think again that can be a misconception that it's just kids and that they're going to grow yeah. out of it mm. you know and or that um they can control us to some expect you know and that that's where um things can be difficult in the classroom for some children you know yeah definitely um, my son, I suppose, is quite lucky in that he's always been really open. We have as a family and he has at school as well. He stood up when he was in year three and gave a presentation to his year group about the fact that he has Tourette syndrome. This is that's what it amazing. is. And yeah, this is really what good. it makes him do. You know, sometimes he moves and sometimes he says things and that's part of his Tourette's. Um, I think as he's getting older, he doesn't want to stand out. You know, yeah. he really doesn't want any more attention brought to himself. And so he doesn't really like talking about it as much now. Um, so I do all the talking yeah. <laughs> about yeah. it. But, you know, it's quite important because even the t some of the teachers, you know, despite me going in every year and talking to the teachers about it and giving them all the information and telling them, you know, what he's good at and what his challenges are, they still, some still don't understand what Tourette's is and how it can yeah. affect yeah, somebody. Some people just and don't. They don't. And yeah. I can see that because <laughs> we're talking about Tourette's and tics, it's very suggestive. And so I can see that April here is even ticking more because we're talking about it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I hope you're not feeling too uncomfortable. No, I'm not feeling uncomfortable it. at all. Just um, when someone asks me about tics or if I think about tics, that's yeah, when the tics gets, happen. Yeah. And that's right, because it's so suggestive. And that's what's so complex about this, you know, that we we don't fully understand that brain reaction and interaction with all of this. It mm. is They can be suggestive. So I can talk about one tic and my son will start doing it. Yeah. Or he can be, you know, people with Tourette's can be in a room together and, and they can off, yeah. catch each other's ticks, yeah. so to speak. It's you like know? contagious yeah. almost. It's like saggy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, but um, but yeah, uh, that's when um people, you know, I say, yeah, when you talk about ticks, or if I think about ticks, that's when it happens. People are like, oh, that doesn't mean you have tourists, and it's just like, yeah, yeah. and it's not that simple. Mm. People think that you know. You have to follow this pattern and you have to fit in this little box yeah. and that will mean you have Tourette syndrome. Well, yeah. unfortunately, there are some criteria that you do need to meet. So like, for example, to get a diagnosis, you will need to have two vocal and two motor tics that have lasted for longer than 12 months without a, a break of three months. Yeah. So because tics naturally wax and wane, we call it, the waxing and waning periods of tics. So they come 
hang around for a bit and then they go. And you tend to get like a little burst of a few ticks at a time. And that time where they're waxing can be anywhere from a few days to a few weeks to a few months. So there will be or there can be a period of time where you don't really tick very much at all. But that does not mean that you do not have Tourette yeah. syndrome, mm. okay? Mm-hmm. The, the person will still have Tourette syndrome and there's so much more going on for them and their brain than just the ticks that are happening or not happening at that time. Hey, so I think we're going to go to a quick break now just Fabulous. to break up the interview a little bit and then when we come back we're going to be talking about more of the stigmas and misconceptions about Tourette syndrome and... Wonderful. All, the, all that fun stuff. Excellent. Thank yeah, you. Yes, so we'll see you guys after the break. Hi. Welcome back, everybody. That was Hallelujah by Panic at the Disco. Okay, so we're going to continue our interview with Lydia here about some misconceptions about Tourette syndrome. So, have you got any got any information for us about some of those? So you can just educate the people yes educate the people that's what we're all about isn't it yeah. so um what i did during the week when i knew i was coming on your show was i went to our support group here in wa and we've got a um a facebook page it's a group a private group um and i asked them what they what it is that they want people to know about Tourette syndrome so yep. that i'm making sure that i'm you know hitting all the right marks here yeah i'm just not so um, one of the first ones that came up was that you don't need to swear to have Tourette syndrome. Okay, so Tourette syndrome yeah. is not just about swearing. In fact, only about 10% of people with Tourette syndrome have a swearing tick, which is called coprolalia. And it's mm. not just swearing. It can be, you know, any socially inappropriate language. So, you yeah. know, racist remarks, derogatory comments, that type of thing. That's, you know, um, the things that aren't seen as... PC yeah. type thing. Well, that's, the, um, that's the main thing that's shown in the media as well, which yeah. is not great. <laughs> that's right. And so people think that, oh, if you don't do that, then you don't have Tourette's syndrome. Yeah. Mm. But actually it's not that clear cut. And that is not true at all. Um, ticks do not have to be constant or extremely obvious. Like, for example, the kids and adults with Tourette's syndrome go about their normal daily lives and, you know, they might not tick during the day when they're out and about yeah. because they don't want to show it and they mm. they do suppress it, which is extremely painful for them and mm. it takes up a lot of energy to do that. And then that energy has to come out later on. So they end yeah. up doing a lot of ticks or having tick attacks or having what we call um, rage attacks because they, they get extremely frustrated and that builds up and we have what's called a Tourette's rage. Yeah. Mm. Um, People with Tourette's can sometimes do things and the ticks appear purposeful, but they're not. Mm. So, for example, a child in a classroom might be rolling their eyes after the teacher has said something mm-hmm. that really annoyed them somewhat. Yeah. They're not being purposefully naughty, in inverted commas. Yeah. They probably have a eye-rolling tick. Okay? So, what seems you know, appropriate and in context at the time because they were eye-rolling at the teacher (laughs) is not actually the truth. Mm -hmm. Um, What's the next one? Um, 
they can go for months. So you know how I said about this waxing and waning. So the ticks yeah. can disap- not quite disappear because usually you might have one or two little ones that kind of hang around, but they can be easily um, hidden or, you know, covered up. Yeah. Um, like some girls will have, you know, a swiping the hair tick or something like that and, you know, flicking something and it... Um, one of my daughters has like a little finger scrunching thing. You wouldn't even notice that she's got it. So things like that can go unnoticed by many. And um, then they can flare up again mm. for yep. weeks or months at a time. But in that quiet period, it doesn't mean that they don't have Tourette's syndrome, like I said earlier. Um, now, we talked about this a little bit earlier off air, but they're like a sneeze. Yeah. Yeah. So we liken it to trying to hold in a sneeze. And when that urge comes, if you suppress it, that takes a huge amount of energy and can be painful. Um, In a lot of cases, people with Tourette's syndrome have other conditions such as anxiety, ADHD, OCD, um, ASD. They have um, problems with writing. I know my son at the moment, he's had this tick for a while, so every time he's doing his homework and he's writing something, he also has to slam the pen on the paper. So he put he has basically dots all over his homework, but also puts holes in the page. Oh, uh, yeah. So it looks, you know, like a dog's breakfast, basically, <laughs> but there's nothing that we can do about it. I've tried putting, you know, some paper next to him to try and redirect him to that yeah. and just put the pen marks and the holes in that paper but it might he might do it a couple of times and then it ends up back on the paper again so look i've just i've left it that's what, it is what it is yeah you know and his homework gets handed in with dots all over it and some holes in the paper and so be it um at least he's got his homework yeah, he's got his homework. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right um they were the main points really um and i guess the um one of the other main ones is to let people know that it doesn't actually affect people's IQ. You know, this is not a, it's not a learning disability. So people um, can go on to have, you know, careers and jobs and live their lives like everybody else, basically. Um, And we have some adults in our um, group here in WA who are very active in the community. So, Absolutely. It doesn't, um, whilst it's challenging and it can be tricky at times, um, there are people who navigate this journey very well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, just another question. Yeah. Let's say um, someone meets someone with Tourette's or vice versa or something. Um, What can that person do to help someone that does have Tourette's, if you know what I mean? Like how can they how can they go about it is what I'm saying Um, well what we recommend with kids is ignoring ticks because as soon as you bring attention to them it can exacerbate the ticks so it can make the ticks worse so even talking about ticks and we can see that April's ticking even more so things like that so the best thing to do is to just treat the person like a person just okay so their tics and their Tourette syndrome is only a part of who they are Mm. just like the color of their eyes is a part of who they are it's one characteristic of them 
Okay. It's not their so whole personality. It's not and, their yeah. whole personality. And if they are struggling with something and you notice that they're struggling with something, ask if there's anything that you can do to help them mm-hmm. or to make them more comfortable. You know, like if you see somebody that has had a a drop tick where they've dropped to the floor, you know, please yeah. go and see if that person is okay. Yeah. They may not always be able to answer you. And in that case, then, yes, of course, you're going to need to call emergency services, etc. But use a bit of common sense in it. If you see somebody that has ticks, you're just going to treat that person like every other person. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, they are just another person we're, mm. we're all the same yeah. yeah yeah no that's it so if anyone wants to do some more research for themselves after this interview where can they go to fantastic question so um the Tourette syndrome association has a comprehensive website so it is tourette.org.au And there are lots of resources available on there from, you know, little education um, kits for schools. Um, You can also contact your um, local support group um, leader, me, (laughs) through there. So my information, I I believe, is on is available on the website if people want to get in touch with me. And if you want to email and get some information about any advocacy or anything like that, the email address is info at tourette.org.au. And I am available to um, speak to, like I've been asked to speak to organisations for employees that have Tourette syndrome. Um, I can do... um, some talks to schools to educate teachers and yep. you know to help students be more comfortable at school that type of thing um so yeah check out the website and um there's always somebody available to help you out all right thank you so much for coming in this has been really good i've enjoyed it i think we've taken a lot out of it and listeners at home I've well. taken a lot about yeah. it, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> You've given a lot today. I've given a lot. So good. No, but um, so good. I know more and it it just soothes, you know, the unease about it. Yeah. Because yeah, since glad. I know more, yeah. um, I, can t- I can educate people and I know myself, I'm educating myself what's happening. So I can say, no, that paralysing thing wasn't anxiety, it was a tick. It was a tick, absolutely. Yeah. So... Yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. I thought yeah. ticks were, you know, swearing yeah. um, movements. Yeah, I didn't know they were yeah. brain ticks. Yeah, it's like, crazy. extremely complex, extremely complex. And the more we talk about it and be open about it, you know, the more we can educate people. And um, when we come across somebody that is dealing with it, then we're, we're all just more comfortable in that situation. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so thank you for having me in. Yeah, just Please, one thank quick you for question. In. Yes. So you know how people, when they're sitting down or something, how they'll bob their leg up and down constantly? Mm-hmm. Would that be a tick? It could. Listen, anything can be a tick. Bobbing your leg up and down or tapping your foot or anything like that can be, it can be just a habit. It can be um, a sensory thing. So you might have a need for some sensory input so like Mm. pressure on your feet or just movement um or 
it could be a tick. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess that's where, like, the grey area comes in. Absolutely. And it's, it's quite yeah. difficult. It is. It, it can be difficult. And we often – we have um, a national Tourette syndrome Facebook page as well. And on there, a lot of t- – a lot of the times people who are newly diagnosed, you know, the parents of newly diagnosed children are asking, you know, my child is presenting with this, is this a tick? And, the, you know, overwhelmingly people are saying anything can be a anything tick. Be a if tick. they're doing something over and over, chances, and they've got Tourette's syndrome, chances are it's, it's a tick. You know, at yeah. the moment my, and it's been doing it for a few months, my son looks over his shoulder, you know, to the right and sometimes to the left. And um, in the classroom, he does that a lot. And the teacher's like, what are you doing? He's like, um, you know, he hasn't wanted to say that it's a tick. And so he just says, I don't, I don't know. And then he keeps on doing it and he's looking at the teacher. And because of his OCD that's with his Tourette's, he has to, he feels that he has to keep checking on the teacher. So he does that tick and keep checking on where he is oh, yeah, and looking yeah. at him. And so he's been admonished for that, you know, quite a few times. And I've, you know, had discussions now with the teacher and saying, this is a tick. And the more we bring attention to it, actually, the more anxiety it's causing him. Mm. So we just need to kind of accept that that's what he's going to be doing for quite a while until that tick moves on. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing how you're so supportive for a lot of people, especially your son and just your kids in general. And I know my mum is too. And it's just, it, especially for me, since, you know, anxiety, depression, especially with the tics and stuff, it's really um, heartwarming. Mm. And Mm. it just soothes, again, the unease Mm. that someone is there for you no matter what, especially a big person that you look up to. So... I just want to say thank you for that. Oh, it's just really That's sweet. So yeah. it's just... Thank you. Yeah. That's our job as mums, but I know it's harder for some people to kind of be a, a public voice, I suppose. They do it at home all the time and they, you know, they are the support for their children. Um, and I guess some of us just want to be a louder voice yeah and so that's why i'm out there raising awareness quite just a lot need to keep on pushing and keep up yeah that's it um you know i am always going to be his biggest advocate absolutely 100 yeah. percent yeah Definitely. that's beautiful that's yeah. so cute awesome <laughs> <laughs> no but thank you again for coming in no and um, yeah thank you for educating us especially me about the tics and and stuff so good information and i will be leaving some um little pamphlets here some brochures with you ladies so if there is anybody in the local area that does want to pop in and get a brochure and have some more information there's um these are actually really good there's heaps of questions and answers on there um some of the stuff we haven't actually covered today because obviously i could talk all week about this (laughs) um but yeah i'll leave you with a few and if anybody does have any other questions or want to get in touch then just um yeah jump on the the website the email on the website yeah 100 percent Cool, yeah. and so thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm gonna put um, some songs on, and then I'm gonna um, still hold you captive and give you a big hug. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> look forward to it. <laughs> yes, um, thank you guys. We'll talk to you guys after the break. After I attack um, Lydia <laughs> to the ground with hugs. Enjoy this, Immortals by Fallout Boy. For the community, Inspire Radio.